WVOW Local News, now. A large rock slide closed a portion of Logan Boulevard over the weekend. I'm Robert Fields. According to the City of Logan Fire Department, a rock slide closed Logan Boulevard between Landau Lane, also called the State Police Bridge, and the hospital intersection at the Reverend Glenn White Bridge. The fire department says the road is closed until further notice. One person had minor injuries after the rock slide and their vehicle collided between late Friday and early Saturday. One lane of the boulevard is open, but detours are still in place as work continues today to open all lanes. This is WVOW News. Don't let aches and pains put you on the sidelines. Lingering pain from aging or injuries can impair your ability to move and take the fun out of everyday activities. Let Logan Regional Medical Center get you back in the game. Take a joint pain assessment at loganregionalmedicalcenter.com slash orthopedics to find out how we can help alleviate pain, increase mobility and range of motion, and get you back to living your life to its fullest. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Monday edition of the program, the President's Day edition, we'll take a look back at a very busy weekend in sports with the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll talk about food with Chef Paul Smith at 4 o'clock. Kristen Burt has the Hollywood dirt. And Carly's back with us in the 5 o'clock hour. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Former West Virginia and current United States Senator Joe Manchin announces he will not seek the White House this election. Manchin made a public appearance in Morgantown on Friday, wherein he addressed the possibility of his name appearing on a third-party ballot in this year's presidential election. He told the public that he just doesn't feel like it's the right time. According to Manchin, his focus needs to be on getting more moderate voters back to the polls. I'm thinking, where can I do the most good? I think by going around the country and educating and trying to help people who truly feel as homeless and helpless as so many millions of Americans. And we've got to move to mobilize this sensible middle. Manchin has been a longtime staunch critic of both primary parties in the United States political system. During his announcement, he cited the recent bipartisan border bill, which Republicans rejected in the U.S. Senate. Manchin told the public that the two-party system isn't working, saying he's convinced you can't fix it in Washington. The system has to be broken from the standpoint where competition can enter. And whether it's ranked choice voting or what we call majority voting, changing the gerrymandering rules that we have right now to where people just can't draw a line for their congressional district because it benefits them or their ideology, it's, 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 it should be a balanced approach. Manchin said on Friday that he feels Americans need to be supporting movements and people who want to see changes on the state level. Moreover, he called for the broader support of third-party candidates nationwide. The West Virginia House of Delegates passes a bill that would open public and school libraries to felony charges for the display or distribution of obscene material to minors. Chapter 61, Article 8 of the West Virginia State Code leaves the definition of obscene matter fairly subjective, but explains it to be material that an average person would find sexually explicit or that promotes excessive interest in sexual topics. Under current law, exemptions are built in to protect schools, libraries and museums, radio and television stations, and healthcare providers. The exemptions allow for the showing of obscene material for medical, judicial, or educational purposes. House Bill 4654 seeks to eliminate those protections for schools, libraries, and museums. The bill sparked an hour-long debate in the House with Republicans 
Republicans insisting that the bill is meant to protect minors from being exposed to overtly sexual content. Republican Delegate Brandon Steele of Raleigh County believes libraries and museums are given a pass to brainwash children. Anytime that you're showing pornography or purient material to a minor, it is an act of grooming. Democratic delegate Evan Hansen of Monongalia County argues that while the bill isn't explicitly a book ban, opening librarians to criminal liability would result in library shelves being emptied for fear of prosecution. Democratic delegate Joey Garcia of Marion County spoke to the same point, arguing that the average person can have a range of views on what qualifies as obscene. In West Virginia, anyone found guilty of distributing obscene matter to a minor can face a fine of up to $25,000 and up to five years in prison. According to Garcia, removing the exemption for libraries could drastically impact their ability to maintain staff many of whom would be afraid of getting caught in the legal crossfire. And who is it going to be? Is it going to be all 50 people that work in a library? Is it going to be the head librarian? Is it going to be the person that they're trying to, re I mean, how do you recruit people in that type of circumstance? House Judiciary Chairman Tom Fast took arguments from the Democrats to the logical extreme, claiming that exempting libraries from criminal prosecution is a pass to distribute anything to minors regardless of its nature. He supports the bill in rejection of that possibility. House Bill 4654 passed with a vote of 85 to 12 and moves to the state Senate for their consideration. A new visitor center and viewing platform are being built in Logan County, West Virginia, that will allow West Virginians and tourists to better see the state's growing elk herd. As of February 2024, West Virginia's herd in the Tomlin Wildlife Management had 127 elk with the addition of 17 new elk in January, and the herd is continuing to grow. Another transport of 23 more elk is scheduled for later this month. The new facility will include an elevated platform for elk viewing along a 2,000-square-foot visitor center, which will have displays dedicated to the history of elk in West Virginia and the reclaimed mine area. The project also adds a 3,300-square-foot facility that is designed to meet the unique needs of managing and supporting West Virginians' growing elk herd, including a lab and research facility. Construction of the visitor center and viewing platform are scheduled to begin this spring. Governor Justice's office said the anticipated opening will be in 2025. The West Virginia Division of Natural Resources awarded the $6.7 million contract for the project to March Weston Company, Incorporated of Morgantown. Asphalt plants in Polka, Princeton, and Morgantown are expected to remain open the week of Monday, February 19, 2024, allowing the West Virginia Division of Highways to continue using hot asphalt to make permanent pothole repairs. Since Governor Justice and the West Virginia Division of Highways began Operation RIP Potholes on Tuesday, January 30, 2024, WVDOH road crews have patched more than 15,689 potholes with hot mix asphalt along 3,300 180 miles of roadway. That's the distance from Charleston to the western coast of Ireland. Roads scheduled to be milled and filled on Tuesday, February the 20th include West Virginia Route 85 in Boone County, US 119, West Virginia 817, West Virginia 622, and West Virginia Route 61 in Kanawha County, Route 2 Weavers Road and Henry Road in Cabell County, Cherry Street in Lincoln County, Route 61 in Fayette County, Banks Road in Mercer County, and Route 99 in Raleigh County. As Operation RIP Potholes continues, the DOT will keep the public informed through regular press announcements.
Saturday's edition of the Friendly Neighbor Show pulled out the 50th anniversary show recorded back in May of 2017. Elaine Perky, along with One Horse Town and many others, performed many classics, and you can catch new and encore shows Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. at 101.9 FM, 1290 a.m., as well as WVOWradio.com or on your smart device with the WVOW mobile app. Here's One Horse Town performing Ghost Riders in the Sky from the 50th anniversary show. An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a man he heard of red-eyed steers he saw Plowing through the ragged sky And up the cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire And their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny And their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry It be a Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. We're seeing some sunny skies here at the start of the work week here over the Coalfields of West Virginia. High temperatures for this afternoon are around 48 degrees with plenty of sunshine. Overnight tonight, we'll continue to see clearer skies, but with those clearer skies, we'll see a pretty chilly start to the day on Tuesday. Morning lows will drop all the way down to around 26 degrees for Tuesday morning before highs warm up to around the mid-50s, and we'll continue to warm up as we move through the start of the week. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Hi, Dave Wilson. My run filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line has come to an end. The boss is back in the big chair on Monday. We'll have the latest from under the Capitol Dome in Charleston as the legislative session heads down the home stretch and reaction to the news that Senator Manchin will not run for president as a third-party candidate. Metro News Talk Line with Hoppy Kirchival coming up on Monday at 10.06 on this Metro News radio station.